Boom! We're talking bananas and pajamas. We're talking motivational videos. We're talking setting goals. And of course, Bowflex Bodies. Welcome to Justin Messing around. We're brought to you by Bananas in Pajamas. Because you know what? That show, I mean, if there, if that show doesn't encourage you to chase your dreams, I don't know what will. That, that means somebody's dream was to have a show that was based around not one, but two bananas in human pajamas that run downstairs. That's the entire show. And I lo- I watched, I don't even remember what the point of it was. I don't remember if it was teaching kids to go to bed, to eat fruits, to eat fruits in their bed, to, to wash their pajamas, to talk to bananas. I don't remember what the, the moral was, but I know it was a big part of my childhood. And I think about the integrity that that person had to have. I mean, you don't think they had to fight hate? The whole way up. You think that when you go to your family and you say, hey, I have a dream. In my dream is this show I've written. I've already written 100 episodes and it's there's two there's two bananas and they interact. But wait, but wait, because I know you're going to think it's stupid. Before you say it's stupid, you should know. (laughs) They're wearing pajamas. They have fucking pajamas. They're matching pajamas. And that person, that person had to battle through the looks, the hate. And they still got that show on the air and good for them. And I like to think they kept their original vision too. I hope it was bananas and pajamas the whole time. Because you know, when people start getting involved with the show, they start putting their own twist on it. You think, I guarantee they tried to make it apples. There had to be some executive producers like you know we we did some testing and we know apples are a lot more popular so we're thinking about at least could one of the bananas be an apple could they have a friend that's an apple could the neighbors be grapes and this person had to explain to them no 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 they can't actually actually they have to be bananas for the lessons that I'm trying to teach they have to be bananas and even more confusingly, there's not going to be other fruits living in this. It's not a fruit living world. It's actually our existing world with two 12-foot tall bananas. And no one's freaked out. And they talk. There's not grapes. Everything else. People are still eating. Fr- people are eating regular size bananas in front of the giant 12-foot ones. And no one says shit. So I want you to think about what dream what dream have you ever had that you talked yourself out of that you didn't think could ever happen that people told you it was stupid and I want you to I want you to write that dream down and draw a picture of it and then right beside that I want you to put a I want you to put a banana 
And I want you to cut a sock and put a sock on that banana and go, that, that happened. That dream came true. So maybe yours can too. Maybe you can win Pokemon Go. Maybe you can, you know, bring back Beyblades, if anyone remembers what that is. I don't know. What's your stupid dream? What is it? I've been thinking about that a lot this last week because I'm at a, I'm at a point in life. I'm 29 years old. I'm a 29-year-old man. I'm almost 30, and it is that is it, it's such a weird thing to come up on. I think a lot of people who listen to this um, podcast are like the same age, or you're just on the other side of 30, and it forces you really. I'm still six months away or whatever, but it it makes you think. When you turn 30, you're like, what if I, what have I done? Like, what have I actually accomplished? Honestly. And not in a negative way. Not like, a, oh, I'm a loser. I haven't done anything. But you do start taking inventory. Because you got, I mean, 30 is pretty, dude, people used to, I believe that was the average age in 1970. That might be a little earlier than that. But there was a time in history where it's like, if you were 30, you were supposed to have nine kids. You were supposed to have a farm or at least own, part ownership of someone's farm. And you would be, you'd almost die. You should, there was a time where if you were 30, you should have built your own house by then. You know what I mean? And that's not, you know, I'm out here. I don't know how to build a house. I haven't, I haven't had nine children what have I done what have I done so I don't know I don't know if some of you have the same thoughts when you get around this age and you start thinking like I realize it's just a time to really think about there's no more time to waste you I feel like for me I need to be just very deliberate about what I'm doing where am I going because you know when you're 18 who gives a shit right when you're 18 you can just mess around try something who cares? No one's even more successful than you at 18. We're all the same. Who's more successful? Bieber? All right. That's it. But then you get to 30 and you're like, oh, shit. I don't have 12 more years to just kind of goof. Not even goof, but to 12 year, more years to not be very deliberate about where I got to go. Because you can't have babies when you're 80. Yet. Maybe. Maybe by the time I'm 80, you can have kids when you're 80. But it's a weird place to be. And so that's why I think, actually, this is kind of a gift. This year, a lot of shit has happened, obviously. A lot of it is not good. But this pause that we're getting right now in December, really try to, I'm thinking about really trying to soak this in and use it as a chance to stop and, and think about what I want to do. Think about what, where do I want to launch myself in 2021. I think that's the real positive. And you should really, I don't know, try to use this time for that because when else are we going to have it it'll never happen again we'll never have a december that'll be this this calm I, some of you are probably already going to be locked down calgary they haven't announced it yet that's where i am is calgary i'm sure they will so yeah it sucks maybe we won't be able to spend christmas with our family our grandparents you know like we normally do but maybe that's good to be honest maybe sometimes we need a holiday a holiday season to instead of being constantly distracted as it can be when you're running around from different families and all that type of stuff, maybe it is good to have one year kind of on the on the sidelines or 
not even that, but on the bench and actually get a chance to think about, oh, maybe I can focus. What do I want to do? Where am I putting my energy? Right? Do I want to do steroids? Do I want to get jacked? Do I want to snort creatine? I don't know. These are things that you can think about, you know? So anyway, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've been watching a lot of motivational videos and I know that's, it's weird because it's, it's almost embarrassing. Like when someone sees you watching or a motivational video, like, whoa, what are you, you trying to get pumped up? But you do need to be, there's times in life where it's like, it is fun. It's fun to watch these videos on YouTube and there's, there's like two kinds of motivational videos. I think there's like ones that is just someone who's super successful talking to you how they did it. Like Conor McGregor has some great videos up there that have been cut. And then there's this other one that's like the motivational speakers. And I, I like both genres, but I really like the ones with like the people who have done stuff and they're telling you how they did it. Cause some of the motivational speaker ones are just these dudes like yelling at you. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Making you feel bad about like, th like they're like, you need to be, they're like, you need to be able to die. You gotta want to be successful so bad that you forget to eat. To be successful. You're like, do I? Does it have to be that intense? Right? And they, <laughs> it's so intense. Like if you ate breakfast today, you fucked up. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't eat breakfast. You ate breakfast. You're, you're screwed. And that's why your whole life, because you're weak. You're, you wake up and you're hungry, you're weak. You know who doesn't eat breakfast? Oprah. Okay? Oprah hasn't eaten. Oprah is so driven. She forgot to eat for 10 years. Have you ever forgotten to eat for 10 years? Didn't think so. Didn't think so. Are you willing to cut off your arm? You should want to be successful so bad that you should, you should, poke your own eye that's how bad you want to be successful is you should poke your own eye with a with a hb2 pencil and not even feel it not because you go i want to be successful so anyway anyway that's why some of them go a little too extreme for me and i'm like i don't think you have to be that crazy Right. I think you can still sleep and be healthy. I don't think this whole, like, I don't know, thing where you're the only thing you give a shit about <laughs> to the point of, like, uh, like uh, poking yourself. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this. But anyway, I've been watching those videos. They get me pumped, man. And I've been, I went back in the gym, too. Do some weights. I haven't done weights since March. I finally got back into it now. And uh, I don't know. It's nice to be back in a gym setting because it's cool to be around. There is, a you know, a contagious, and maybe that's the C word nowadays is contagious. But feeling when you're around other people who are also, you know, looking into their wellness, also pushing themselves, you know, it gets you a little more, it gets you more pumped it makes you want to poke your eye and be successful <laughs> and I will say this I've I've never been into swimming you know but there is something I the place I work out at in town has a pool dude I don't know I don't know what swimming is I don't know what swimming is I mean I know what swimming is but the whatever 
they do under the water. Because I see them on the blocks. I see them come in the water, jump in the water. I don't know what happens in the water part. And then I see them come back out of the pool. And everyone has 13 abs. These uh, Swimmers are the most shredded people that I've ever seen in my whole life. I don't know. What do you do? Like... I get, it does burn a lot of calories, but are you doing? Is it, do you do a crunch every time you do a stroke? I don't know. It makes me want to get into it. It honestly does. But we got we got a new uh, we got a Peloton because Jen ordered it, and I'm 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 on the f- fence. I mean, everyone we talk to says they love it, and that's why I finally, you know, was on side with getting it. Especially when you don't know if gyms are going to lock down. But I'm weary because do you guys remember like, (laughs) do you guys remember any other piece of home exercise equipment just turns into a, a, a clothing rack, a Bowflex? Just what does it take to get in shape and stay that way? Do you guys remember that there was the guys who had a Bowflex body? The real workout at home that's so good, we guarantee results in six weeks or your money back. And then everyone got the Bowflex, and then you would anyone who got a Bowflex, you ne- all you would the only way you knew they had a Bowflex was because you would go down in their basement. There's a pile of clothes on the goddamn thing. Nobody actually did. Anyone actually? I would love to know if did anyone actually get a Bowflex body? You know, <laughs> I love to say it. I would love to have a Bowflex body i don't feel good about my my weight or my body right now especially since you only have to work out for 32 seconds a week that was a big part of it remember that just some guy he's fucking jacked he's like 72 and he's like my name's ron i got a bowflex body and i work out for 32 seconds 32 seconds a week that's how they get people because everyone's like i guess you know what I'm pretty busy, but I think I could find time for 32 seconds. I think I could do it, right? And then it shows up, and what do you do? You use it for the first day. You use the Bowflex the first day, and you tell yourself, I spent a lot on this. That's what's going to make me use it, so you use it the second day. And by the third day, you're like, yes, fuck it. Whatever. It's here if I need it, and then you never do. I mean, the amount – people always talk about, like – those the plastic rings on cans going into the ocean and those are piling up i bet there is three treadmills for every one of those in the ocean i bet there's three treadmills per plastic six-pack ring floating around the i hope the animals figured out how to use them i hope there's some smart ass dolphins putting in some work on some ocean treadmills right now so at least they're getting, at least they're, the, that equipment's getting used. And I don't know how a dolphin would do it. Maybe they could use their fin, whatever, the dorsal fin. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, there's all that stuff. There's, if you go on Kijiji and you search treadmill, it's like, have your pick. It's a million of them. Because no one ever does it. I find it hard. To be honest, I find it hard to even run inside. I've been running uh, 5K, 5 kilometers, 5 clicks, as we like to call it. In the running community, we call them 5 clicks. And you know what I say? I say 
clicks before chicks. Because I'm committed to running. I say clicks before chicks. <laughs> but I run five kilometers every day, and I love it. I lo- When it's outside, it's awesome. You get to see creatures. You get to see people, right? You see a bird. Sometimes I'm running. I hit the three kilometers. I go, I can't do it. And then you see a really cool bird, and you go, I can do it. I can. That bird wants to be successful so bad, that bird would poke its eye. <laughs> and I can do it. But I do, I just like that there's an actual change of scenery. I've, I've, on the cold days here, I will go in and run the indoor track, which is a 200-meter track. You have to do 25 laps. Dude, by like lap four, I'm like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. And I can't even keep count. I've lost count numerous times. You're running, and I'm like, I don't know if this is lap eight. I don't know if this is lap 15 because I'm bored. I'm whizzing around on this indoor track. I'm almost running into people. Because some people are walking on an indoor track. Imagine imagine paying for a gym membership so that you could come to an indoor track and walk. And I always want to interview I might interview one of those people because it must be crazy living in a volcano. Right? It must be crazy living on a floating houseboat. Because that's the only reason you wouldn't have any land around your own place that's free to walk on but they come people come in and they just walk on the the track and i go good you good use of money good use not speed walking either i would respect that i would respect if someone did speed walking i would respect that more than running because again much like the creator of bananas Bananas in pajamas. Like, think about the person who wants to speed walk. Think about, oh my God, imagine having to tell your parents that, right? You're like, I'm going to the, I want to compete, but I don't want to run. But I'm, I've been the, I've always been the fastest walker. Or maybe your parents are on board. Maybe even when you were in junior high, your teachers were like, listen, Michael. Listen, there's something I've taught thousands of kids in my tenure here, and I've never, I never seen someone walk the way you do. I mean, you, we we were talking about the other day. I mean, we, social studies ends at 1245 and language arts is on the other side of the school. And you were there at 12, 1247. That's a two minute split that Michael, listen to me. That is a two. We've never seen that here. And I've, I've taught some of the fastest walking kids in the nation. And you're walking two minutes from one class to the other one. It's fucking, it's fucking remarkable. And that's a word I don't like to use around children. Remarkable. Right? And then his parents get involved. You got some grizzled old track teacher. Same thing. Oh, yeah. I used to. I worked with Johnny, Rock, Johnny Walking Stick. He went to the 1936 Olympics in Peruba. I never seen anyone walk the way he did, but your your boy, your kid, he's got the gift, but he needs to harness it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like how I said I respect the the walking. Then I kind of just I kind of just shit on it. But it is. Let's admit it is a bit of a strange one to be like 
and I know people have talked about this before, but to be like, I'm just going to be the fastest walker. You run? Oh, man. Imagine if you got away from something though like that, right? What if, some, what if someone was going to jump you? Oh, my God. What if someone was about to jump you and they didn't know and you just smile inside, right? Because you go, this guy doesn't know. This guy doesn't know that I'm that I'm N- Nigel, I'm Nigel Brown walks, right? And I can, this guy doesn't know. He tries to jump you and you just speed walk away. How humiliating. Oh, I love to picture that. Like some guy chasing someone else as fast as they can to rob them, but that person's an Olympic speed walker and they speed walk away. All right. This has gone too deep, but... <laughs> I, I thought it's fun to visualize. The one pain of the gym, I will say this, is that the locker the locker etiquette is terrible. Now, we know that COVID lives in lockers, and so it completely makes sense that they had to lock up with twist ties 95% of the lockers. So now there's four lockers available for everyone at the gym, and now you have to do that shit that you do when there's like a parking... When you're trying to get a parking spot at Costco, where remember... When you're trying to get a parking spot and you have to turn into like a like a creep and you have to fall you have to track down a family in your car, right? And if you're with someone, you go, This these people are leaving, let's follow them. Right? And it even creepier if you're alone, you sit in your head, you go, This looks like good, this looks good, this looks like a good family. This looks like a good family, they look like they're ready to go. Let's follow them in my car. All the way to their parking spot and wait behind them. And here, this is something that drives me insane is that every this is when I get into my car here's what I do right when I get in my car and it's parked I get in I turn the key in the ignition and then I put it in reverse and I leave and it probably takes 26 seconds that's long actually it probably takes eight seconds when you follow someone and you've invested time you've picked someone you thought looked like a lever they look like a good lever right because you're picking people they get to their car, and what happens every time? They turn, they get in. You're optimistic. They close the door. Good. We're making good time. They turn the ignition. You see the lights come on. You go, here we go. I followed the right person. And then nothing. And then nothing. And what do they do? They just sit, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing in there? What are you possibly doing? You get in and back up. And then, you know, you drive by and you know what they're they're like fucking like making a waffle and solving a Rubik's cube. Having breakfast and actually doing a thousand piece puzzle in their front seat. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Good thing there's no rush here. That's the stuff that drives me crazy. Just lack of awareness. So now that's happening in the locker room. Do you think that think about how awkward that is? Okay, it's one thing to creepily follow someone in your car to a parking spot. Now imagine I have to do that now in a locker room where a dude's getting changed. I have to hover behind a guy who's in the process of taking off or putting on his clothes. I just got to (laughs) hover until he's done his locker. It's crazy. Locker. Locker. It's crazy. I mean, I guess I could just be an adult and say, hey, I'd like to, uh, are you almost done? 
But yeah, there's all of us. And then you know what? This is what this is what drives me bananas and pajamas. Speaking of, is lockers are for locking stuff. So if there's no lock on it, I should open it and it should be empty. No, you open it, you open it, and guess what? Some guy has a shoe and a sock. That's why he's using a whole locker for a shoe and a sock, maybe a toque. And you're like, why? Why did you even bring these items? And why I should steal them out of principle? Because you put them in the lock spot. You didn't lock it. And now I have nowhere to go. Furious. But that's enough. That's enough for this week. Jen uh, might be back soon. You know, we, uh, we've discussed the dishwasher. No changes. I put a video up. Look at my Instagram. And people are, I think... I think people are on my team. I put a video of what I pull. I pull out the dishwasher. It looked like that guy's locker. There might as well have been a shoe and a sock and a toque in there. Absolute chaos. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if she has a rebuttal. I'm going to share that with her. We'll see if Jen wants to come on and do a rebuttal for that. Um, thank you guys again for listening, supporting the podcast. I really do hope that um, Everyone can, in all seriousness, take this time. It's a rare time. There's a lot of stuff that sucks about it. But I really do hope that we can use this calmness in a weird way to really, everyone can use it to sort of launch into next year in uh, in a positive way. And I just, um, you know, I love each and every one of you. You're all so special. And that's it, man. Thank you guys very much. And I will... Uh, I'll talk to you next episode. Bye-bye.